following program is intended for mature audiences only. If you are under 21 or easily offended, get the fuck out of here. Over 120,000 downloads. Jesus Christ! Listeners from around the world. And now if it was like 15 inches, we'd be like, bring it on. (laughs) Captivating interviews. All around badass goddess, Miss Ginger Lynn Allen. Best introduction I've ever had. <laughs> and explicit content. Oh, that's in the. This is Midwest Menage a Trois. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, whatever the hell time you're listening to us. Welcome to Midwest Menage a Trois. I am JD, and I am here with my moist wife. <laughs> <laughs> I get one Carmen, descriptor tonight. I know that you know what's coming up tonight. I've been knowing what's coming up tonight for a while, and so I've been excited. I am just guessing that you're wet already. <laughs> I showered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, guys, in just a few minutes, we are going to talk to one of Carmen's favorite people. Oh, yeah. Her Irishman from the Bliss Cruise. Yeah. Niall is going to join us. So uh, I'm guessing that juices are flowing and the blood has rushed to her face. And I am just so excited to see him. <laughs> I can't even tell you. And I will not ask her for a drink during this interview because I will not fucking get it. <laughs> Sorry. Mm-hmm. Oh, baby, I suppose we ought to catch people up before we get to that. And let's talk about our last week. On Wednesday night, show night last week, we actually had dinner with a couple of friends that we have not seen since the Bliss Cruise, right? Right. right. Oh, God. Yeah, John and Rosemary came out. And we haven't seen those guys in forever. I so know. It, it was so nice to sit down and talk to them. It felt like forever. But life just happens. And for whatever reason, we just weren't able to connect. And Yeah. Um. Yeah, just holy shit. But yeah, we had a nice little dinner with them, sat down and talked for a while and uh, talked about some upcoming trips. We're all going to Sonora together and then they're uh, they're already planning fall parties. So Yeah. Yeah, on they, the ball. They've already got a, their Halloween party coming out. Fucking way more organized than I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So and then Friday, did we do anything? Oh, we went yeah. to Costco, didn't we? No, didn't we, we went to karaoke. Oh, that's right. Yes. Uh, how did I forget? We went I don't and, uh, know. had some uh, karaoke fun with uh, a couple of good friends that um, are, of course, in the lifestyle, but they have a little local bar next to them that does karaoke every Friday night. So we went and sang some songs. Yeah, we weren't out too terribly late. Well, of course not. It was Carmen's poop out night. <laughs> I, was, I did good. I was there until at least midnight. It was weird because we were having a great time. Um, I, I was a little off my game. I, I don't know. I was quiet. I was kind of burned out from the week, I think. So it took me a while to, to get into the spirit of things. But we were having such fun. We were. And then... Douchebag crew came in. Like three or four guys, and they were all douchebags. And they came into the bar, and they basically took over the place. And it was like... I'm either going to get in a fight or I got to go. <laughs> they they took over karaoke. annoying. They were telling the person how to run everything, and we were just getting irritated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we called it a, a night a little early, but it was still fun. We had a great time singing with our friends and, and hanging out at the bar and catching up with those guys, and we're actually going to see them again this weekend. So Yeah, and then Saturday, 
uh, had people come out. They went out on the boat with we us. We did. Another group of friends who we haven't seen in forever. Um, and actually, have was that the first time we had them on the boat this year? Well, yeah, because we haven't been out boating I know. Much. We have not taken the damn boat out at all this year, so we got it well, out. Well, we have. It's just very not very rarely. rarely. Um, got them out, spent the entire day out on the boat, uh, hung out, had some drinks, had some great conversations, cruised around the lake, uh, came back here and had some more cocktails, had a little dinner, and then we sat in the hot tub for a while. Yeah, and that was actually really good because, um, well, she normally can't sit in a hot tub and she wanted to use ours as a trial run because she gets horrible yeast infections unfortunately from hot tubs people if you have a hot tub keep the damn thing balanced balance your hot tub (laughs) because it jacks with people and so she's like i want to try another one and see if it's just the ones that i've been in or and she knew ours was well taken care of and and balanced and all the chemicals were right so we're like absolutely come over let's do it and Yay, no issues. Yeah, so this week we were checking in with her like, hey, how's uh, how's this working for you? I'm, like, I'm, I'm so happy to hear that. I would have felt really bad if I broke you. <laughs> if I put you out of commission for a week. Yeah, yeah. so that was our fun Saturday. Um, just an all-around great weekend. Well, you and I had some fun fun. We had fun Saturday and Sunday. Two times. <laughs> little bounce. Yeah. Well, then Sunday we sat in the hot tub, just you and I. Yeah. We had to uh, kind of reconnect. We, we tried to reconnect and have our good time on <laughs> Wednesday or Thursday. Thursday night. And we got out there. The beautiful night. The sun was shining. Hot tub was flowing. Everything was perfect. We were talking for about 15 minutes. No, it was about a half hour. No, 45 minutes-ish. Did the jet shut off? Yeah. Okay, so 45 minutes. Yeah, the jets had shut <laughs> off. Because they're on a 45-minute timer. And I had looked at you before we went out, and I'm like, we're going to be done by 7. <laughs> well, yeah, because it's a weeknight. And all that shit. But we were still having a great conversation oh, sitting out there, great. and it would have kept going. And all of a sudden, I'm like, is it raining, or did a bird just pee on me? <laughs> started pouring and then a few more little sprinkles and then the skies opened up and the sun is still shining at this point it's still sunny out and it's pouring and you're like i'm gonna fix this we took the cover (laughs) if if you can imagine this it's on a cover lifter so i lifted it like halfway up so it's like at a 45 degree angle over half not even half the tub a third of the tub and we're cowered underneath that 45-degree angle of the cover as the rain is just pouring down. And unfortunately, the cover's so low at this point that Carmen's almost drowning <laughs> because she's got to get her head under there and, and be in the water. And, yeah. and I'm short and don't have that long of a neck. And, and we're like, fuck it, let's go. We'll call it. <laughs> I woke up the next morning. My hair was still wet. <laughs> so, yes, we did not get our, our true uh, reconnect conversation time that we love to have. So. But we were in the house... An hour later, I jinxed it. Yeah, you it was did. totally my fault. You blew it out of the water. <laughs> Get that? <laughs> so yeah, we did that on Sunday and and sat around and and chatted and planned a lot of shit because we got a lot of stuff coming up. We do. Oh my god! But gosh. we're gonna talk about that in a minute because we've got a spectacular guest. We have been. Tr- I, we haven't been trying. It's just been rough because he got off the cruise ship and then went to Ireland to visit his family, and then he was on vacation, and now he's. He's back in London, and we're finally able to connect with Carmen's Irishman. Uh, I'm going to tell him some stories about you, by the way. That's okay. Yeah. 
okay. I know. You don't care that you know you want, you want him. I'm pretty sure he knows you want him. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell him. I don't care. Without further ado, let's do this. Carmen, look at this guy. I'm looking. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe it? We are uh, proud to welcome to the show right now. You've heard us talk about him on the Bliss Cruise special. Um, he was one of the entertainers on the ship, and we got to meet him the very first night that we were on the on the boat. Uh, please welcome Niall. Niall, great to see you. Nice to be here. Great to see you both, too. So excited you're here. <laughs> how are things? <laughs> how are things going? We haven't talked to you in a few months now. Yeah, yeah, good. I mean, it's it's been a, a you know a strange up and down. You know, as prior to going back onto the cruise ships with the the Bliss cruise and the the cruises that came before it, you know, lockdown and isolation and all the rest kind of killed performing arts. So it's been a slow kind of recovery, but things are are, are getting back to hopefully the way they used to be for for all us performers you know so you're in uh in london right now correct yes i'm from ireland originally but uh, i've lived in london since i think 2006 so how i guess how are things doing over there you know over here in, in america i would say we're what 99 percent back yeah <laughs> as far as yeah. concerts and performing arts and all that stuff it's it's back up and running it's like it never happened almost how is it over there <laughs> yeah I wouldn't say it's like it never happened, but it's yeah. I, I think we're 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 at least in a place where the majority of the people got vaccinated, so it's sort of being treated like a a flu. So yeah, I think for the most part, it's back to kind of business as usual. But I I know people who run businesses and they're like, well, foot traffic in restaurants and bars isn't what it used to be, but you know it's summer and people are vacationing and stuff like that. So I I sure. think we're we're. We're on. We're on the the right track. Good. Well, to uh, to give our listeners a little bit of background, um, let's start with your career. You know, your personal career. Uh, you've been. How long have you been in the performing arts? Has it been since you were a kid? No, no, it, it hasn't. I mean, it's been a. I, I think there's no. It's not like other careers where if you want to be an accountant, you take these exams, then these exams, and then you. You know, there's there's no singular trajectory to to kind of becoming a performer. So some people do it from you know at an early age other people are 75 and they get spotted to play the grandmother in something and you know so there's no real real common route but for me it was it was a quite a strange one really I, I have a, a degree in marketing I was working in marketing for about four years uh, and then I did some amateur dramatics in my hometown with my dad and my, my sister and yeah, which was fun, and yeah, I really enjoyed it. I had no idea. I played semi-professional soccer at the time, so like my life was work and soccer. And uh, then I started doing uh, doing like musicals in my hometown with my dad and stuff, and I thought it was really great fun. And it turns out I wasn't terrible at it, although there were only about seven men in society, so I was already <laughs> top seven. Um, but then I got asked to do another, you know, amateur show, but on the other side of Dublin. And that just made me feel like I'm a superstar, that I'd been headhunted, even though there was no money involved and loads of travel. <laughs> right. But yeah, it, it just kind of spiraled from there. And then the director who took me to another show told me that there was this professional, I don't think you have them in America, but it's called a pantomime. It's like a, a Christmas it's a, it, it, a Christmas show that's normally a, a kind of a an old fairy tale. So it might be Cinderella, it might be Jack and the Beanstalk, that kind of thing. But, you know, there'll be a not so much a drag queen, but normally the mother is played by a man who's clearly a man with a beard or whatever, you know. So it's all, it's a comedy, <laughs> but the, the fairy tale's for the kids and then you've got loads of adult humor kind of 
you know, in the subtext for the adults. So it's a really common thing in the UK and Ireland. So I, it, he said to me, you've got to go and audition for this pantomime. And I said, I'm never going to get a professional job. And he said, if you go, you'll get it. So I went and I got it. And I was like, oh, shit, I have a day job. <laughs> but, uh, so I quit the day job uh, to do the panto. And it went well. And, you know, I made some contacts through that. And I, I said to myself, Our Ireland, I think, is full of singers. You know, we're kind of mm-hmm. famed for people who it's just naturally in our kind of culture, you know. And Ireland is full of people who could have been stars, you know, and but I could didn't take the chance and all this kind of excuses i would always say you know um and i didn't want to be one of those people and i would had this kind of burning desire to see if i had what it takes to be to be a professional so i said i'm going to go to london this is all like on a whim like but i said i'm going to go to london hopefully fail so that i can say cool i tried it didn't work now i found well, out and I can go back to my day job sure but then sadly i didn't fail <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah, I ended up kind of in London going, oh, okay. So I got into like a, a one-year master's program uh, to, in, in theatre, you know, uh, performance. And uh, I did that, which cost me an arm and a leg, but I was glad of the opportunity and I learned a lot. Then I got an agent off the back of that and then I started auditioning and then I started getting jobs. And I was like, oh, I think, I think I'm... I think it might work. I think I live in London now, yeah. So, uh, yeah, a, a weird journey. So when you made that decision to to make that leap and, and do this as a profession, were, was your family freaking out? Were they, I, I don't know, over there, is it like it is in America where it's really, it's a one in a billion chance that you're going to make it in this business? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say it's, the the odds aren't that astronomical, but it's it's a, you know, it, it is a general long shot. I don't, my family were always really supportive, but... <laughs> I mean, they still, like, to this day, you know, I'll speak to my mother and I'm like, oh, yeah, I went for this audition. I didn't get it. And, you know, whenever I'm out of work, which, you know, happens frequently between jobs, you have these little gap periods and stuff. And uh, my mother will always be like, well, you know, they're they're crying out for male primary school teachers in Ireland. Like, you know, 15 years later, <laughs> they're trying to make me have a different career. But I think they just want me to have the job security that every parent wants, I guess. But oh, of course. It's, this is a contract job, like an electrician or a plumber, you know, it's, it, if you want job security, it's not that sort of career. So it's just, you know, you crack on and you, you pick up bits and bobs and, and keep tapping along. But yeah, they were always very supportive and they still are to this day. So do you still have to, uh, every once in a while, go out and find a, a I don't want to call it a day job, but a, a, a side gig to, to make yeah. it? Well, I mean, yes, uh, I guess that's how you and I met our you guys, uh, we all met. It, for me, doing the kind of cruise ships has always been a one of many kind of side opportunities. You know, it's not it's not to speak down on on the job we were doing as the Barricade Boys, but if if I'm looking at a CV that I'm going to hand over for auditions, you know, like something like um, guest entertaining jobs on cruise ships wouldn't really be on my CV. It's more like a a side hustle that you you know when you have time you can drift away for two weeks and do a do a cruise contract you know but um yeah i mean it all down the years i've done all sorts you know i've taught drama i'm irish i've worked in irish bars as a barman (laughs) you know it's it's uh yeah you you know if if i thankfully i've i've been in work far more than i've been out of work so i'm one of the luckier ones but yeah as soon as jobs end i just 
look for a job to kind of tide me over and, and keep the rent paid. <laughs> so, so you did bring up the Barricade Boys, that, and that's how we met you. Um, yeah. at, at some point in your career, you're in Les Mis, correct? Yes. And that's kind of where this whole idea came out of, because from what I understand, there's, there's several incarnations of the Barricade Boys that go out and do this. Yeah, I mean, I guess as a, as a kind of an act, there's one Barricade Boys. Like, it is this... Uh, business venture i guess sure. but the barricade boys is a, a quartet of singers but the let's say i mean there's like a whatsapp group basically of maybe 40 guys who are all part of that group so a message might go out and say hey guys listen there's a, a an opportunity on a royal caribbean ship uh, from you know june 6th to june 15th uh we need four guys who's available and then people might go yes no yes no yes no so we go cool there's your four let's go and so pre-pandemic business was good you know for the oh, arts sure. and so it would have been a case of hey guys we need a load of guys because we've got something on there's two different gigs going out on june 6th or 14th but we've also got another one on june 11th for a week and so you might end up assembling 12 guys to do three different ships but the lineup can always change based on availability so there's no singular form guys who do the act and that's the act but you could equally catch the same four people doing it over and over or never see the same four twice, you know? So as, uh, as you mentioned, it's, it is a business venture. There is uh, obviously uh, uh, an entity behind this. How did it actually get started? Um, well, one of the guys um, who created, well, the, the guy who created the act uh, had this idea like a long, long time ago that he wanted to make a kind of, I don't think he had cruise ships in mind at the time, but he had this idea to have a kind of a, a corporate dinner act, which would be called the Barricade Boys. And it'll be, you know, men who had performed in Les Mis. So that's kind of the, the hook. So we're, we've all been in the show at one point, maybe not together, but at some point in time, we've all been in Les Mis. Um, and that's kind of the in, you know, I think originally the act was almost completely songs from the show. And I think over time they've gone, well, we need kind of variety in there because as famous as the musical is, not everybody knows it. So mm -hmm. you put in some other songs along the way and you kind of, you know, create more of a, a rounded set list, you know. But it, but it, it was created as a sort of a Les Miserables alumni gig, you know. Sure. So we did buy the CD. We <laughs> right, have okay. listened since we've been home. There you go. <laughs> we have. We enjoy. <laughs> I just want to point out now, listen, I'm not calling you guys a liar. I promise I'm not. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of the podcast, and I think you guys are, are upstanding members of the community. However, for your listeners' sake, I'd like to point out that we're chatting on FaceTime, and you've just told me that you've listened to the CD, but I'm pretty sure that CD is still in its wrapping. No, it's not. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, it's wait open. A it does have the... Uh, it's, I used but. a knife. Oh, you've just slipped it out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you, you are still truthful. We and, are truthful. We have listened. And watch it on those uh, upstanding community member remarks. I don't want to ruin our reputation. <laughs> <laughs> no, we enjoy it. That was the best show that we have seen. And you, listen, you said earlier that you listened to last week's show. So you heard about our friends that we actually met in the airport that were going on a cruise in Italy or yeah. Rome, wherever they were going. Uh, 
they the barricade boys were actually on that ship and they yeah. messaged us and they were so disappointed that it was not the originals it that they saw you. on the bliss <laughs> they're like damn it <laughs> oh, that's such a shame <laughs> it's crazy. but we, we had uh, on that same contract where we met you guys you know that we were there for eight weeks and the bliss cruise was week four so obviously we had seven other cruises which were not lifestyle cruises uh, which in hindsight seemed very dull but uh, <laughs> but we we met a couple uh, on maybe the first or second cruise and they said were you guys in england last week on this ship and I said, no no we we've been here you know and they said that's crazy because we saw the barricade boys last week on a celebrity ship <laughs> <laughs> and then we saw you guys and we we're like they don't look the same at all and right. said, well, the, the only question i have is which group was better and they were like oh you guys go, of course right. of course <laughs> yes of course so you mentioned when you go, get these cruise ship gigs that uh, it could be four different guys. Um, is it difficult to adjust to that when you get thrown in the mix with, with different guys every time? Uh, I mean, yes and no. I mean, I think everybody's a, a good performer. You know, anyone who's being used for the Barrack Boys is a strong kind of vocalist and, and stage performer. But I think what you benefit from over time when you're working with ideally the same three guys is you build that sort of onstage chemistry that you kind of know each other's mannerisms and we have I think what we do well is we're not really too structured by the ship they you know they don't they don't keep us on a leash so we can have fun and you know change change the show to to enjoy ourselves and ideally the audience will enjoy seeing us having fun you know um and obviously when you know the boys better you can have have more kind of individual fun and, and say they're not so much in jokes but me teasing one of the guys for example will read to the audience as oh they're they're such close friends you know and, right. and the more time you spend together the more you kind of have those moments to to build on sometimes you you do a a, a lineup you're, you're part of a lineup and you've never really met until you get to the airport and we don't know each other by name and stuff we've worked in london but you have to kind of ideally build a chemistry so that that translates into the show you know but i i wouldn't say there's ever a strong or weak lineup but we we've been quite fortunate for example the show you guys saw we'd been together for eight weeks and we'd done the previous contract together for uh, for five months so we'd spent a lot of time together and 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 we were just kind of in in a nice run and a nice kind of headspace you know so so we we had a nice little lineup going well, let's talk about off the uh, stage for a minute, because anytime if you think of bands, you know, you got four guys together. Um, a lot of times it doesn't end well. Uh, the Beatles comes to mind. Um, <laughs> do you ever get in a situation like that where the personalities just clash and you, you have to go on stage? And, and, you know, quite frankly, you guys are stuck in pretty quite um, quaint corner quarters for periods of time being stuck on a ship together. Have you ever had that situation where, oh man, I just, I just need to get off this boat? <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Like, I mean, that's that happens a lot, really. You know, but um, not not so much friction with one another. But I mean, you know, if if you see the show in, for example, we were on we were on that same that same ship, the Jewel, uh, for five and a half months when the ship relaunched after COVID. And I mean, if you saw this the show in week one versus week you know whatever 30 i mean fatigue comes into it you know that that was back in the relaunch where there were a lot of safety protocols so everyone was wearing a mask at all times and 
you know, we, as crew, we weren't allowed to leave the ship. So for five months, we were on the ship. So, I mean, at that point, you just want to go for a walk, let alone time away from the band, you know. So, uh, yeah, it, 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 there has been friction. I mean, you don't always get on off stage with people in any job, you know. But when it's performance and, you know, a stage show, it doesn't matter. One of the guys I've worked with a lot is very introverted. And, you know, we might go five days without even seeing him on the ship. He likes to do his own thing. And then he goes on stage and he's just the most extroverted person you can imagine. And, and I always say to him, like, I think he's a model example of it's about the show. You know, it, you don't have to be friends as long as you switch it on on stage. But right. thanks from our point of view, you know, from per personally, I've never not had a good time on the ship with the guys I've been with. So that's probably because I'm great and not them. <laughs> I'm sure if you spoke to them, they were like, Niall's the worst. <laughs> Well, speaking of cruise ship life, um, I, I want to ask you a couple of questions about that because it does fascinate me. And we talked to you a little bit about it on the ship, um, you know, normal cruise, not not the Bliss cruise. Uh, yes. You had mentioned that the, the staff kind of has their own area below deck, um, your own bar that you can hang out in. Um, do they have like eating establishments and stuff down there too for you? Yeah. So, I mean, the crew can't really generally, if you exclude ourselves and other guest entertainers the crew can't dine in the guest dining areas so there's an entire crew mess you know where they where where dinner would be served down below deck for for the crew there's a crew bar where they can have drinks and you know smoke and play pool and all the rest at the end of their shifts i mean the crew work insanely hard on those ships as i'm sure you can tell when you're there sure. you know they they work seven days a week and, and you know some somewhere like 17 hour days and you know they 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 put a shift in so you know it's it's very much uh when their shift is over nine times out of ten most of the crew will go to bed you know because they've got another long day the following day sure. but yeah the bar the bar is there for for the crew to kind of unwind and have a few drinks with their friends and and see people from around the ship because it is a, a a community really i mean there's a there's thousands of crew members so um yeah it's great i mean it's cheaper as well i mean if if a if a beer for for the guests is like eight dollars it's probably two dollars in the crew bar but mm -hmm. the crew can't get drunk you know so it's really just sure. having some social drinks but the money they're earning isn't being pumped back into the bar they, they get a, a cheap drink or whatever you know well now because of the nature of our show i have to ask this question <laughs> you, you've got these thousands of crew members all living in these quarters and there's a bar and there's alcohol are people hooking up i mean i can't speak on behalf of <laughs> the entire crew but I, um, i'm sure i'm I, I i can say with certainty that some crew hook up you know um but uh yeah i mean you know a lot, a lot of crew are, are married whether their spouses are with them or back home so i mean it's not like it's a free-for-all people are it, it, we're fortunate, you and I, that we come from, you know, kind of a, a first world, be it America or the UK, mm -hmm. where, where, you know, if, if you want to earn a living in America or in the UK, you can earn a, a decent wage. But for a lot of the crew, they come from from countries where the wage on a cruise ship is a, is a good living, you know, so, sure. so they're there, to earn their money, send it home. You know, I know one of the guys I was uh, good friends with on the ship, he was one of the lifeguards when he'd started his 10 month contract, he had a two month old baby. And I was like, God, you're going to be oh away goodness. for like oh, wow. the year. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, well, you know, it, this is the money, you know, this is where I get the money. And 
you know, people do do a long stint on a ship, maybe a few years of just hammering it out for maybe 10 years and that'll buy their house outright back home, you know. So it's people are there to, to work and to earn and, and, and not necessarily hook up. You know? but <laughs> that's not to say it's not happening. But, I, I've, I've got to imagine you're stuck on a ship for months at a time. You know, you're, yeah, if you're, and I guess we should check in with you. The last time we talked to you, and that was when we were on the ship, uh, at that mm-hmm. time you were a, a single man. Are you still single? I am still single. Um, yeah, I, I, I made friends with uh, a lovely young lady while I was working on a ship. Uh, so um, it'll be nice to see her again. I believe I'm going back out onto that ship, uh, which will be great. Awesome. Uh, but Yes, I'm single. Uh, I went on a date last week here in London, which was great as well. But uh, yeah, so far, uh, sadly, I am still, sadly or happily, depending on how you, <laughs> I'm uh, single. Yes. Well, I got to imagine, too, uh, it, it takes a special kind of person that you need to meet uh, in order to understand the performer's life. Um, yeah. if, if you were with an accountant, it might be hard for them to understand, you know, the leaving I mean, for months at a time and the, the shows yeah. late at night and all that stuff. I mean, I'd love to be dating an accountant just because I hate doing my tax return. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's it, uh, I, I guess so. I mean, the travel, the, like working, for example, on, on cruise ships, as I say, has normally been sort of a side earner, you know. Um, but even if you're in a... West End musical, which is the UK equivalent of Broadway, let's say, you know, it's 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 evening work, you know. So if you if you're dating someone who works a nine to five, I technically would be working a five to eleven. So you're kind of like ships in the night. So it can it can be difficult. But I mean, you also find ways to make it work if it's the the right relationship, I guess, you know. Do you uh, do you find yourself drawn more to people in the theater because they do understand that life? Um, I mean, that would make a lot of sense, but I've also always sort of had a a mentality of whether it's I'm a, I date someone who is a performer. I've never dated anyone I'm currently working with, just because I always just think it's a recipe for disaster. I think it kind of lends itself to you thinking, "Wow, we're such a strong couple," but you don't have to find any time to see each other because you'll see each other work every day, and then when that contract ends, the amount of amazing couples i've worked with that as soon as the job was over they're like oh see you later you know <laughs> so yeah i've always I've, I've always kind of uh avoided shitting where i eat shall we say <laughs> very very wise i would say except for us oh yeah we did meet at work didn't we <laughs> we did <laughs> you can't say you that what do you eat yeah i did <laughs> Yeah, but it worked out. I guess it did. We still like each other. <laughs> Twenty years later. Almost. So your contract that you're going out on, it wouldn't happen to be an Alaskan cruise, is it? Like next week? <laughs> <laughs> Not next week, sadly. Damn. No. And and it's the height of summer, so I don't want to go to Alaska. I want to go to a nice Caribbean. Right. Go get my time, you know. But uh, no, I actually don't know. I know the next ship we're going out on is in kind of uh, Europe, in around uh, Denmark. But I've been kind of greenlit for a few cruises coming up. And the the detail you never get given is where the ship is going. So I have to kind of do some research and try and find out for myself. So I don't actually know where the other the other contracts will be. But we're coming, as I said, uh, as we both said earlier, we're coming out of the kind of the COVID era, shall we say. So whereas before we were doing like five months and two months, we're going back to the way things used to be, where it's maybe 10 days. So they're they're 
there'll be more more cruises, more more contracts, but for far shorter periods of time. So when you so, do yeah. like a ten day contract, does that just mean you you're on the ship until like the first port of call, or or you're well, only, they, you go out for one cruise and then come back, and another crew will go out for the next cruise, and instead of being well, tied they, to a ship. Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, I mean, the the cruise lines are quite clever that they'll always get the most bang for their buck. So normally we'll arrive halfway through a cruise in one of the mid mid cruise ports so we can perform in the second half of that cruise and then stay on for the first half of the next cruise and perform again. You know, so they get they get two out of us, even though we're only there for, can't say, one week. You right. know? So, yeah, so it, we, they, we kind of that, that tends to be the way just to dovetail it so you can do the second half of one week and the first half of the next and then head off home. One of the things you mentioned was you don't really know um, in, until you get there on, as far as the details of the cruise. When did you guys find out the details of the Bliss cruise? Because that had to be a, a hello. <laughs> Honestly, it was. We thought they were like making a joke. We thought this was a, kind of a, a spoof thing. We, so that contract was for eight weeks. So eight cruises, basically, you know, um, and as we said, the, the bliss cruise was week four. So it was during week two. Like we were already there. Yeah. I don't think we'd have been booked really if, if they'd known because n n not as any sort of judgment or anything, but ahead of time, we're, we're probably not the sort of act that gets booked for a lifestyle cruise. We're just singers, you know, as opposed to being anything kind of that l lends itself to the lifestyle. So it was bizarre that we were there. I don't think anybody on our end had known that, that was happening, but we were there the second week and, you know, we had a meeting as we normally would with the, the kind of director, the, the production manager of the theater. And he was saying, so, you know, we don't know what you're going to be doing now in two weeks time. And I was going, what, what do you mean? We'll just do the show. And he goes, well, you know, it's a swingers cruise. <laughs> and, and all of us kind of just looked at each other, like side eye at each other going, <laughs> did he just say what I thought he said? <laughs> What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I said, yeah, but, but but what we had been told was, you know, the, the Bliss crews are bringing all their own entertainers. So none of the entertainers who oh. are currently here will have to perform that week. However, during the third week, uh, I think Bliss had sent some some of their committee or, or you know, some of the, the organizers were on that cruise as a sort of recon to go. Yeah, this will be a nice spot for this. This will be a great dungeon, that kind of thing. They were just looking, oh, checking sure. out the ship. And they came to see all the shows that week. And then towards the end of that third cruise, where we were going, oh, you know, I guess we're not on. They said, well, they uh, Bliss have come back and said they would like you to perform next week along with one of the other shows. So we're like, oh, great, amazing, good for us. You know, because we, we, were, we were scared because the issue we have as guest entertainers is we're, we're technically crew, but we have guest cabins. So we live in the, the guest area. And the rule was crew are not to be visible during the the bliss cruise mm -hmm. unless you're working and we were like well we live in the guest area so what will that mean for us i mean we don't want to have to move into the crew area for a week just to come back but we don't want to be confined to our cabins so we were quite nervous sure. that maybe we'll be stuck in our cabin for a week and then they said you're performing and we're like great so that means we can walk around right you know and they were like yes but <laughs> don't get, don't get yourself fired <laughs> 
So uh, one of the things you guys had had talked to us, and we met, I, I guess we should back up a little bit. We were uh, privileged enough to meet you and, and Liam that very first night. Um, we had wandered up to the nightclub, and, and we stepped outside for a minute just to have a, a quick vape, and, and there you guys were. Actually, you showed us how to open the door. We couldn't figure that out. Huh? So freaking. <laughs> yeah. that, that, door, that door is the ultimate wingman. If, it, if they ever want to get talking to someone, just wait for them to get stuck at the door like I'll help you. <laughs> so, yeah, that very first yeah, night. It was it was brilliant. You know, it was so lovely because we were excited, not not in any sort of horned up teenager way, but we were so excited to to meet, you know, people from the lifestyle. I mean, Lee Lee, who I work with, mm-hmm. is in the lifestyle, so he was like, "Oh yeah, great, cool." But in Great Britain, as opposed to America, and you know, just cultures being different, I think sure. it's not. He was intrigued to know what what it's like as opposed to the uk uh whereas you know for me i'd spoken to, to him a lot about going oh it's something that i find very interesting and you know i i know nothing really about it so i was intrigued to meet people and see whatever you know what it's like and i was so shocked by the the people i met i i, I don't know what i thought i was going to meet i felt like it was going to be an 18s to 30s kind of spring break lunatic you know, wild party and everyone was just so friendly and nice. I was going, Oh my God, this is crazy. You know, like these are amazing people. You know, this is like any normal cruise, except everybody's happy. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. (laughs) So here's a question for you, because we notice when we go to a vanilla resort or we go somewhere that's not lifestyle, people are very different. Like they don't look at you. They don't talk to you. It's very closed down. Was that something that you noticed being on the crew of a vanilla cruise, like the week before or after us and then compared to us? Yeah. I I mean, honestly, I I, I was speaking to, well, Malcolm, who was the the Bliss cruise director. I mean, we Mm -hmm. were friends with him and we would chat to him all the time. And I, I mean, I was, I was having a borderline awakening or just breakdown i don't know what you want to call it i I was so overcome with emotion during the 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 cruise just because everyone was so happy and open and and friendly and loving you know and in no sort of overbearing sexual sense just a a sense of freedom that you really felt and it kind of holds a mirror up to you where i found myself going god am i unhappy (laughs) you know but (laughs) um, but yeah the, the thing for me with with vanilla cruises is it the people are just as friendly and, and, and lovely, but they've come away on holiday as a family of four or an extended family of seven, and they're having their vacation. So it's all very introspective. You know, they're, 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 they eat together and they, they do their things together. And if you make friends, great, but we're here to have our vacation as a group of friends or as a family. Whereas with the, the Bliss Cruise, we're here to meet other people, you know, so so it's it's not really a, an, a fair reflection on vanilla cruisers but the mindset i guess is more okay we're on holiday so let's hang out together whereas on the bliss cruise you're like we're on holiday let's meet people you know right so yeah it, it, it does seem i mean I, I we joke but people can be so cranky on 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 a, a cruise because something's wrong you know i mean the kettle in my room is not switching off or the, the the shower door is creaky and you know the people at uh, guest relations always have just a line from day one to day seven there's a line of people saying i've got a problem with my wardrobe and 
the guest relations just had the week off during the blitz. <laughs> yeah. like, you know, the, that same kettle was still broken. You know, yep. the wardrobe was still freaky, and yet no one really cared. You no. know, it just made me go, God, this should be every cruise. Like everyone should just be like, Do you know what? I'm on holiday. Yes, there's a creaky floorboard, but who cares? I'm, I'm, you know, I'm in a beautiful cruise ship, and I'm traveling around the world. So, yeah, I mean, I think vanilla cruises are very much. In introverted, you know, people are having their own vacation, which is the amazing thing about a bliss cruise is everyone's there to vacation together, and I think that was the the big big difference. That's actually a very well, a very good way to look at it, and a great way to put it. I, I never thought of it yeah. that way, I guess, but it's true. It wasn't it wasn't the big difference. I mean, there was a bigger. <laughs> well. difference. <laughs> so speaking of that bigger difference, um, clearly there's a, there's an energy on the ship. There's a, a a sexual charge to everything. Obviously, there's naked people everywhere. I ran into you. I think it was about the the second or third day, and you were up walking around the the running track. Yes. And I asked you. I said, "What are you up to?" And you said, "I'm up here running off sexual frustration." <laughs> <laughs> Which was not a lie. I mean, you know, we, we were we were told, I mean, you can go anywhere you like. Obviously, we couldn't go into any of the play areas, which was fine. You know, we weren't we weren't trying to go into those areas, but you can go anywhere on the ship as per usual. You just can't overstep and nothing, no, no, no kind of intermingling with with the guests, you know, as in beyond chit chat. So that that upper running track was the safe space. <laughs> Like I, I can see the party, I can enjoy the party. Everyone's down there having a great time. I'm, I'm, I wasn't like perving or anything like that, and I was very conscious because I don't like being indoors on cruise ships because I find the air conditioning really just dries me out for the show. So I like being out in the open, but I didn't want to just be sitting around, you know. And so I just was walking. I, I mean, I must <laughs> forty laps every day just walking around, and people would come up to you going, "Are you the guy on the track?" And I go, "Yes, I'm the guy on the track." <laughs> <laughs> guy on the track <laughs> yeah got a reputation all right yeah but i uh, know it was, i mean it was amazing you know it was it was it was a lovely thing to see and and, and the party atmosphere was great and you know it, it was it was that thing of walking off that sexual frustration you know because everybody i i mean i sound like i'm being quite free free spirited or a hippie vibe or anything but seeing people being truly happy and 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 you know just being comfortable in their own skin and and whether they were older or younger or uh, different body sizes or anything like that it just makes everyone more attractive because that confidence that everybody kind of vacationed with is an attractive thing to see in anybody you know so i was walking around just going god i'm gonna get fired (laughs) (laughs) so speaking of that you did have strict rules uh from royal caribbean that you were not to partake in any of the lifestyle activities upon the ship now, Correct. you guys, all four of you are are obviously talented, and anybody that show, saw the show was blown away. Uh, and Carmen, you go ahead and say it, but they're good-looking guys. No, <laughs> <laughs> Carmen is quite taken. Uh, but I I got to imagine um, because us as lifestylers, we were also told that we were not allowed to proposition the staff. Yes. Now, lifestylers, we kind of break the rules sometimes. <laughs> and I'm guessing that the rules were broken quite a bit with you guys. Is that the uh, case? I, I mean, they... uh, the rules the rules weren't broken. Well, were you rules... propositioned? 
Yes. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> That's the rule I, I was referring to. A proposal of rule breaking happened on the daily, you know. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was it was. I mean, it was our first night, actually, the night we met you in the in the nightclub. You know, we went up and we said, well, let's go to the nightclub and sit around and then we can see people partying, you know, see what, see what it's like and everything. It wasn't like a play area, but it was, mm-hmm. let's just see what a, a, a bliss nightclub is like, because normally the nightclub is pretty quiet, you know, um, whereas that week it was actually the hub, you know, so it, it, that was one of the big differences, you know. Um, but we were up there that first night and uh, a group of girls came in who were working for the the cruise and they all came in and they were chatting and going, Hey, and you know, talking to people down the line. And then, so where are you guys from? And goes, well, uh, the two boys are from England. Uh, Lee was going like, I'm from Wales. And then Niall is from Ireland. And like three heads just swung on a switch. <laughs> You're Irish. And they all came over and they were just kind of, you know, kind of like playing, obviously, like trying to, trying to kind of, push buttons oh sure and I remember, I remember just turning to lee and just going it's going to be the longest week of my life <laughs> <laughs> i know i'm like okay so be a good girl don't proposition him but in the back of my head i'm like damn i want to proposition him <laughs> <laughs> well i you know we were talking to i i i'm quite sociable as uh, from the four of us i'd be the person who kind of socializes more than others but i am um, I'd been chatting to this couple, you know, just met them at breakfast and said, hey, how's your cruise, all the rest. And then the the wife and her female friend, her uh, friend, came up to me in the nightclub and she said, oh, I really want to introduce you to this guy. He's from Ireland. And they were chatting to me and uh, they're beautiful, you know. And they were they were quite flirty and, you know, all the cliche jokes about going, oh, I've always wanted some Irish in me. And I'm like, OK, uh. you know, I need to go to bed. But uh, I was talking and their their husbands came over and they were like, hey, how are you doing? And I'd met one of them before. So, yeah, great, great. How are you? Yeah, good, good, good. Uh, so both our wives want you to fuck them. Um, <laughs> and we're all right with that. Do you want to go back to one of our rooms? I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, the short answer is yes. The long answer is I can't. You know, it was, it was uh, but it was amazing. Like, you know, I made some really good friends from the guests on the ship. I really like yourselves, you know, and uh I, I I've stayed in contact with people, and you know we'll see we'll see where the road takes us. But sadly, as a crew member, you know I I think if I'd been a solo singer, mm-hmm. I would have rolled the dice. You know I would have been like you know <laughs> push that envelope a little. Yeah, yeah. But, but because you're you're part of a group and you're representing a company, but also you're there with three other guys. Right. You know if I get sent home, we'd all get sent home, and the Barricade Boys in future would would maybe struggle to get rebooked. So sure. you know as much as I was just you know eager eager to bend or break rules you kind of have a responsibility to your bandmates and to the 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 group you're representing so it was it was a a very long very frustrating week (laughs) (laughs) i'm just uh, i'm curious if you had to take a guess over the course of the week how many times were you propositioned I mean, it's hard to say because a lot of them were kind of, you know, they, they, they made announcements going, Barricade Boys are performing tonight. And remember, ladies, they're off limits, you know. So oh, sure. people, I think a lot of people were proposition, propositioning all of us to mess with us, you know. But ah. if I was talking about like genuine propositions, I don't know. And I mean, it might have been. 20 times you know? oh my goodness <laughs> you poor man i know but it was torture guys you don't understand 
<laughs> so when you were talking about the nightclubs and and the parties and stuff like that at night were you guys able to cut loose and when they had the big glow party that was up on deck were you able to go up there and just dance and enjoy or did you kind of have to stay back no no i mean again it was we had our own free will you know i mean some of the guys would go to bed you know they they were in relationships and they just call it night i i was at the glow party and you know i watched it again from from the walking track <laughs> i wasn't walking but i just I, I i was talking i was good friends with one of the girls uh who again was was working there and i was chatting with her and she came up to say hello and we were standing around chatting <laughs> you know she's this bombshell so whenever you're standing beside her you're going well nothing can happen here because all eyes are on her so right. i'm in trouble if anything happens because i know i'm not being subtle but i was chatting to her and she was like do you want to do you want to go dance you know do, do, just go for a dance and then enjoy the party and i go i'd love to but it puts me in a kind of a dangerous position because if i'm on the dance floor just dancing and someone comes up and kind of touches me or whatever you know in those moments technically i'm culpable because i'm part of something that shouldn't be happening so we, we we just kind of made a decision amongst ourselves going we'll go to anything that we're permitted to attend but we'll just kind of watch from the outside as opposed to right. it involved and again we, we we had made a conscious decision as a quartet to go it's all fun and games sitting around and, and watching the the fun but if it feels like who's that who's that guy who's not with a woman just standing around watching get out of there you know but it never felt like we never felt anybody was put out by us hanging around but we were very conscious of going let's not be perceived as kind of voyeurs here or just watching the the fun but uh no it was it, it was so tempting because all the events were really fun and really cool and i'd love to have been down there and then you know i'm not someone who listens to edm music on the, uh, you know in daily life but in those environments it's like the perfect music because the party was just going crazy and you know, it was just it was just lovely to see. You have these big muscular guys who are there with their girlfriends dancing with, you know, a 70 year old salsa dancer and just having fun. And there was no elitism of, you know, who's who's cool and who's not. And it was just lovely to watch, like genuinely standing around watching you guys enjoy your cruise was really enjoyable for me. You know, I, I, I loved to see it. You know, it was it was it was beautiful to, to, to watch. So I do have a question. No names. The bombshell, the bombshell had the side of her head shaved, right? She did. God, she was smoking. <laughs> yeah, so lovely, too. I mean, she was so, so lovely, you know, and we, we chatted a lot because we were walking around on the first few days and we, we spoke to the, the staff of the Bliss Cruise more than anyone, you know, sure. and yeah. she was incredibly friendly and so unattractive. You know? yeah, right. Yeah. We never got to meet her, but she was at the... Um, the hotel the night before we yes. boarded the cruise and she was coming off the elevator as we got on and you kind of tapped me and you're like this <laughs> is going to be a damn good cruise i hope yes. she's on it <laughs> it was yeah i mean I, I i think what we had been led to believe by the production manager for example when he was telling us about this uh, cruise he was like don't get your hopes up you know trust right. me i and there was a, a a comedian who was there, and she'd said, "Oh, I've done these, I've done these cruises before, 
and you know, she, I think she was about 17. She goes, I'll be one of the youngest people there. Trust me. And we were like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. So in my mind, on day one of the Bliss Cruise, I guess I was expecting an older clientele and people just tanning in the nude. And it'd just be like a, a kind of a nude cruise. And within 20 minutes, I was going, this is a good looking cruise. <laughs> this is this is a a good surprise and also terrifying for the weekend. All right. <laughs> I'm in trouble. <laughs> yeah, no, 100%. I was like, well, look, if you're going to get fired, this is the week to get fired on. <laughs> well, you, you mentioned you, you kind of had a little conversation with uh, with Malcolm, the Bliss Cruise director, um, who did a fantastic job, by the way. That guy was fan- on point yeah. every so, single night. Mm-hmm. Uh, have there been any uh, feelings or thoughts of, of maybe joining the lifestyle someday? Definitely. I mean, I, I I even said, and this this sounds so funny. I've said it to my friends, and they all laughed. But I I spoke to my parents when I got back. You know, I just rang. I said, "Oh, I'm back from the eight week cruise." You know, and I was telling them, and the first thing I did was, "Let me tell you about the bliss cruise." <laughs> but uh, I said to my parents, "I said, unless you're put out by nudity, which my parents I doubt would be, it would it's the best cruise to go on because it was so sociable you know and 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 you know every night was a theme night which i would say 85% of the guests planned for and dressed for you know so it was always in the spirit of fun and and you know enjoyment and yeah i mean there was nothing about it that put me off of being a, a part of the lifestyle but at the same time i'd like to meet someone who's in the lifestyle as opposed to you know, be dating someone and then try and convince them that this is a good move for us. You know, I, do, I would never want it to be a a kink, let's say. It'd be sure. more like if if I was dating someone and, and she was interested in that lifestyle, I'd be like, oh, well, look, let's see where where we go. And, and, and but there, there was nothing. I had nothing but positive memories of that week and going, God, that those people are doing it right. They're they're enjoying their life to, to the fullest, you know. It's one of the uh, the most amazing things that we have found about the lifestyle is it, it's literally the people you meet. I mean, for God's sakes, we just got back from a, a weekend in Florida with people that we met on that cruise. Um, yeah, we we hadn't we didn't know them before that. We met them on the cruise, and and now they're going to be you know friends for the rest of our life. So you just meet some amazing people, and and everybody's got that same energy. It's it's really amazing. So I yeah, I mean, I, I I still have I think they're right here. Let's see. I know they're here. Yes, I still have you know your your business card you gave me, and you know I got business cards from from different couples. There's a couple uh, I met out there who were coming to London for a few nights before flying on. I think in September, and I was like, oh, we got to meet up and, okay. and hang out. And you know, you you don't make a lot of we're as I say we're a social act, and we we hang around around the ship and meet guests on every cruise. But from that single week, I think I'm friends with about eight or nine different couples who I've, I've still kept in touch with since then. I, they've said, well, if you're ever in Texas or if you're ever here, you know, let us know. And I mean, the likelihood of me being in America just of my own free will is, is hard to, hard to kind of plan for. But I mean, I already have these friends I would love to meet up with, you know? So when it you take a, me on my trip of a lifetime to Ireland, <laughs> we have a I, tour guide, right? <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. 
And th- that's the biggest problem because I, I always get friends of mine going, you know, I've met around the world, you know, and they're like, oh, we're going to Ireland next week. It'd be great to meet up. And they're like, yeah, I live in England. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we plan a year but, in advance. <laughs> sure. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll plan to go home that week. Ah, perfect. <laughs> and obviously, if you ever get to Illinois, which I don't recommend, you have a place to stay. <laughs> Absolutely. See, but you just I, need I, to I, do a tour of the United States to the places that you've met the people from the cruise and you just bounce from our house, from everybody's houses. There you go. Perfect. Yeah, <laughs> I, I will. I will say, and I'm sure you'll remember, I, I take like tanning very seriously. Like when I'm on holiday, I like to get a suntan. Uh-huh. I don't believe in, in these people who go away and they wear like knee length board shorts. When I'm in a sunny environment, I, I put a speedo on. I want the maximum tan. So I was walking around every day in my speedo, which on a bliss cruise doesn't leave you a lot of room for modesty. <clears throat> but uh, but you're yeah. actually on a bliss cruise. You're probably overdressed. Well, yeah, that's true. But but also people can tell if you're enjoying the view. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but when I got back, I was like, I you know walking around and I was shopping and. I saw a, a pair of Speedos and I was like, okay, I'm buying them and I'm modeling them now. And I thought I'd wear, show them or wear them for you. But they they are. They're pineapples. <laughs> Pineapple I Speedos. love it. Yeah. And I was like, I will, I will most certainly be packing them next time. <laughs> love them. That is perfect. <laughs> but you can wear them on the, on the vanilla cruises and then the people who know. They know. Well, they know. Exactly. You know, I'm, I'm in the club now. I, I get it. Absolutely. <laughs> Niall, I got one last story I have to share with you because I don't think I, you were involved, but I don't know if you know all the details of it. Uh-oh. So the very last day of the cruise. <laughs> I still got shit last weekend. We, we were sitting by the pool. Uh, we had a table. There was four of us. It was us and, and the Florida couple. And uh-huh. my lovely wife, Carmen, says, hey, I'll, I'm going to go to the bar. Do you want a drink? Absolutely. Here's my C-Pass. You know, go go get the drinks. Halfway to the bar, literally about 30 feet away from us, she runs into you. Okay. <laughs> and the conversation starts, which is which is fine, perfect. And 20 minutes goes by, <laughs> 25 <laughs> minutes. My friends from Florida are looking at me going, boy, I bet you're thirsty. <laughs> And they said, do you want me to go get you a drink? I said, no, no, no. I want to see how this plays out. <laughs> and you guys are still talking. Finally, I don't know, 40 minutes or so, and I got up, and I, I came over, and I said hi to you, and, and I interrupted you, and I grabbed the seat passes. I went to the bar, got the drinks, came back, and you were still talking. <laughs> well, I, I, I even remember that chat, and that was, you know, as you said, it was near the end. Yeah. And it, I just, you know, Carmen had asked, like, so have you enjoyed the week? And <clears throat> everything I've said to you tonight, I was saying, I was – I was kind of gushing a bit, like going. It's it was such a pleasant week, and and so much more than I expected, you know. And, and I think I made that speech uh, on stage after our show, you know. But um, every morning, you know, up in the Windjammer, the the kind of the buffet for breakfast, I'd always say hello to people, and it's nice to meet a, a different couple and say good morning and have a quick chat. And I would always ask, like, so have you had a good time? You know, has it. Do, do you do you come on this cruise with it with a kind of an agenda or a plan and you know if i spoke to 10 couples i would say six couples had said oh we've never played with another couple we we um we kind of just love the atmosphere and we love the environment and it really helps our own sex mm-hmm. life you know and that had never dawned on me you know it obviously it sounds so sensible but 
I presumed people were there to, you know, meet people and, and have fun with other couples or whatever. And it had never dawned on me that people are just in the lifestyle because of the freedom it gives them. And, and I guess the the kind of impetus that, that they get from that lifestyle that helps them privately in their own sex life. So the whole week had just been so eye-opening. And I, I don't mean that in any sort of sexual sense, but that was obviously a huge part of it too. <clears throat> but I just was like, these people are amazing people. And I think I said it to you, Carmen, going, it's funny how people would, would from the outside, would look at lifestyle couples and, and, and people within that lifestyle as, as I guess, a subculture or whatever. And I go, there's nothing sub about it. There, it's it's just culture. Like, the, 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 there's those people are, are inspiring, you know, and you guys inspired me. And when you said you ran this podcast, I was genuinely excited going, I'd love to speak to you guys again, you know, certainly about my kind of innocent eyes going into it mm-hmm. to say like, this is, <clears throat> this is what it feels like to, to see you guys enjoy yourselves. You know, did you, uh, just out of curiosity, did you hear any of the staff or, or any of the workers say that they were, just kind of turned off by the whole situation? Uh, no, I, I think the the ship, <clears throat> less with ourselves as guest entertainers, but as the, the, the full crew themselves, I think the crew were given an option ahead of the Bliss Cruise that if it conflicted with any sort of religious beliefs or, or a comfort level, they, they had the option to not work close to the guests that week. They could, you know, remaining in the crew quarters and 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 work from from the the inside you know um so i guess as a result the people who were working were perfectly happy to you know be there and and experience it Mm -hmm. sorry i'm choking (laughs) are you okay (laughs) yes sorry i I, i'm sure this is probably not that hot for you guys but it's it's a real heat wave here in, in london and it's like 31 degrees today, which I think, I know you guys use Fahrenheit, but I think that's like 88. Oh, yeah. Which, which might not be that high, but but we also don't believe in air conditioning. So everywhere <laughs> you go, it's just a sauna. Uh, oh, no. Yeah, uh, that's about normal here right now. In the summertime. In yeah. the summer. It's that yeah. pretty much every day. <laughs> but we have air conditioning, yeah. thank God. Yeah. Somebody won't let me turn it off. No. <laughs> I w- I would love to not have air conditioning on right now. God, it, I mean, for no. me, it's just I, I mean, I love the heat, but it's it's clammy. You know? <laughs> yeah, well, like like us, you have the humidity. Well, yeah, well, that's it. it. It is it is like a very very kind of humid environment. But uh, listen, it rains for about eight months of the year, so I'm never going to complain. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Now we want to thank you so much for coming on our show and giving us some of your insights onto the into the Bliss Cruise and and hearing about your life and your profession as well. Uh, is there anything you got coming up you want to plug and uh, what, uh, well, what's I, next on the docket? I've got I've got a few more Barricade Boys uh, contracts coming up in the short term, and then I'm actually doing a ironically as a full circle thing. I'm doing a, a Christmas pantomime in in England, so uh, oh, that's really? going to be. And one of the guys I worked with a long, long time ago <coughs> on, on a ship, he's writing it. So he's like going, amazing. I'm going to make it absolute filth, you know. <laughs> so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I, I, I always play the, the young prince. And this year, I'm not the young prince. I'm the comedy role. I'm gonna, oh, shit, I'm getting old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've graduated. But uh, yeah, I'm doing that. And then, yeah, we'll see. That'll take me into the, the new year. And then, you know, 
we'll 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 see where we go from there. So for the Barricade Boys stuff you do have coming up, do you know when it's going to be and what ship it's on I, yet? Or I think the next one is August sixth, uh, and I th- it's on the Royal Caribbean. I think it's the Voyager of the Seas, okay. which will be in well sailing from Copenhagen, but in and around kind of Denmark and mm-hmm. uh, Germany, Poland, that kind of uh, kind of Central Europe. Uh, after that, I, I I don't know where the next ones are. It's it's a it's a fly by the seat of your pants sort of thing. <laughs> I'll, I'll need to know. Time. Yeah. Wonderful. So if it happens to be a Royal Caribbean, if we end up going to Greece mm-hmm. from Rome next year, yeah. we're going to give you our dates <laughs> and yeah. say if if this date is available, you need to take it. <laughs> deal, deal. If I if I know ahead of time, you know, we can always kind of uh, tell the guys going, hey, can you get us booked for for that that week? I mean. That's going to raise so many red flags. If I go, hey, right? <laughs> Why? I've always wanted to see Greece. Yes, All right. You, <laughs> you were in Greece last month. <laughs> yeah, but I want to go again. I want to go again. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Now, again. Yeah, it'd be wonderful. To, I hope, I hope our, our paths cross again. I, I spoke to Malcolm, you know, at length. I was saying, can you just get us booked for another <laughs> book cruise? We'd love to come back and do another Bliss Cruise. So, uh, you know, who knows? Fingers crossed we'll uh, we'll be on another uh, lifestyle cruise in the future. I would imagine Malcolm probably hears that a lot. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. But you were you guys were great. Yeah, and the we, show was fantastic. We heard nothing but good things. Yep, everyone oh, well, loved it. Yeah, we, 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 we enjoyed it. And, and like I say, the, the, the crowd that week, we, we didn't expect any sort of audience because we know that there's so much happening on the ship, certainly in a, in a lifestyle cruise. You know, there, there's activities all over. So we, we were expecting a small turnout. And when we saw the crowd, we were like, wow, <clears throat> this is amazing. You know, and, and such a, re- a receptive audience. And we, we changed some lyrics and had some fun. And, you know, yeah, we just had a really good time. And, and genuinely, that was I think from start to finish, I, I could, couldn't say anything but positive things about all the guests we met on board. You know, I thought you guys were, were incredible, and it was a genuine, genuine honor to get to meet you all. Have Yourself you... specifically. Oh, thank you <laughs> thank so much. You. Have you talked to the uh, the other three guys? I mean, have they? I, I think Lee would, was probably fine because, like you mentioned, he's, he's involved in this a, a little bit. Yeah. But the other two kind of looked, at, at points I saw them during the week, they looked a little bit like deer in headlights. And other times well, I, they look perfectly comfortable. Yeah, well, I mean, myself and, and Lee are, are probably two of the older guys as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, one of the guys is quite introverted, so he, he likes to keep himself to himself, and it's kind of impossible to do that on, on, on a ship. When mm-hmm. it, I, Certainly, like, we always say that once we've performed, you can't hide anymore, because now they're like, oh, were right. you in the show? Whereas before that, we're just random people on a ship, you know? Um, but yeah, I think the two guys. Uh, one of the guys was a bit younger, and I think it was all just that. Uh, Overwhelming. It was never uncomfortable. It was just like, oh my god, you know, it was just a bit of a shock. <clears throat> but no one ever felt like it wasn't a wonderful experience. You know, every, with sure. the four of us, we're, we're 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 so kind of delighted to have been a part of it. It's just a small part. Um, but yeah, it, I, I, it's certainly from my point of view, I was devastated when the, when the next cruise began. I, <laughs> We had it. We had the day in Florida, uh, in Miami. Sorry, and uh, we um, we were coming back to the ship and boarding the ship. And there was a young couple boarding just ahead of us. You know, young, attractive couple, probably mid thirties, and they were boarding the ship. 
just ahead of us and he reached over to hold her hand and she snatched it away and said stop <laughs> and I'm like oh god the bliss cruise is over <laughs> we're back to this oh no <laughs> on a personal note I have to tell you so you and I are friends on Facebook yeah. and you got back and you went to Ireland to see your family and you yes. posted this video of your mom singing and I wanted to climb through the phone and hug her I'm like, I, I see where he gets it, and I just want to give your mom a hug. Yeah, she's, uh, she's an absolute character. Like Everybody who meets my mother always comes away going, your mother is so much cooler than you. And I go, I completely agree. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Anything else, my dear? No. I, I don't want to take up too much of his time because I know it's like it's 11 o'clock p.m. Up 11 o'clock over there, yeah. No. It's midnight now. Oh, it's oh midnight. my goodness! Oh, Listen, when you're an actor, this is this is the middle of my working day. You live the nightlife, yes, sir. Right. <laughs> well, now, thank you so much. We we really appreciate your time, and and thank you for coming on the show and being so candid with us and, and answering oh, all you. of our questions. I'm I'm gl so glad you had that experience on the Bliss Cruise and and got to experience just a, a little smidgen of the lifestyle for for a week. And I'm glad that it worked out for you. Uh, yeah. Again, if you ever get to the States, obviously you've got lots of people you can look up, us included, and we would love to, to have you stay with us if you ever get over here. Um, and uh, if not, maybe we'll see you again on a cruise ship. Or Yeah, I'd love that. Uh, you know, call it call it a, 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 a heavy pencil. I, I'll, if I can get over there, Illinois sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> no, it really doesn't. But <laughs> No, it, it's not. But on the other hand, if you ever find that that special someone and you decide to dip your toe lifestyle. into the lifestyle and you want to share your experiences of a newbie. Oh, we'd love to hear it. We'd love to have you on again. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. Oh yeah, if, that, if that happens, then I'll be I'll be calling you up going, I'm ready for, for act two. Seconds. All right. <laughs> and I should mention on a final note, we are uh, we are drinking tonight. We're drinking Jameson triple triple in honor of you. <laughs> I, I, a good I Irish whiskey. <laughs> so good, I approve of that. Cheer, cheers, Niall. It was great to see you. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Un freaking believable. We got to connect with him finally. Oh my gosh! And I'm sorry, people. You didn't get to see what I saw. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, we did a that interview was done entirely over FaceTime because I knew we couldn't just interview Niall over the phone. Carmen had to see him. Mm. Um, ah, shit. I was going to ask him and I forgot. I was going to see if he had a press photo we could put up on Midwest Menage a Trois so people could see what he looks like. Oh, you can message him. Yeah, I'll, I'll shoot him a message. I'm sure he'll let us. <laughs> well, so we get on on FaceTime with him and he has no shirt on, but I didn't see. And I'm like, son of a bitch, he's naked. Why am I not naked? <laughs> <laughs> he had shorts on. Why didn't you take your shirt off? <laughs> he had shorts on. He wouldn't have minded. <laughs> But what a great interview. Oh, that guy so is fun. awesome. I love that guy. And, and hopefully we'll run into him somewhere down the road, whether it's London, whether it's here, whether it's on a cruise. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> I, I have no doubt our paths will cross again. Yes. And so great to talk to him. So I hope the other boys are doing OK. We probably should reach out to them, too. At yeah. least at least Lee, because we talked to him quite a bit. Yeah. 
I think we need to talk to Lee. And if it's Lee possible, would be a, great because Lee's he's girlfriend. A, yeah, because they're in the lifestyle in the UK. I would love to get their perspective because he told us some stuff about it on the ship and it blew us away. It was so different. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe we'll reach out to Lee and see if we can get him on the show and, and, and his girlfriend if she's available. That would be awesome. All right, guys, um, coming up, we got all kinds of shit. Holy crap, are we busy, and I love it. Yeah. This weekend, we've got our good friends coming over to stay with us. Um, we'll just call them Iowa because I think we've called them that on the show before, but they're going to come and stay for the weekend and can't wait to see them. And we've also got another We It's kind of weird how this worked out. We had <laughs> plans with another couple, lifestyle friends of ours that are in the area, and Iowa messaged us and said, hey. Last Friday. Yeah. we were When we were hanging out with the other couple and said, hey, we're coming. You know, we got a free weekend. You guys want to hang out? Absolutely. Come see us because they don't have people to their house because they're afraid that people are going to know what they do. Or stop by. Understandable. So, yes, come see us. And they're like, okay, great. I said, but we have these plans with this other couple. Do you mind if we all hang out together? No, hell no, we don't mind. And and the other couple was, hell no, we don't mind. So kind of traded some information and, and got everybody, okay, these guys are them, these are them, here we go. So we've got a whole weekend planned with uh, fun friends and boating and hot tubbing and all kinds of fun. We're just shenanigans. We're just going to have fun. We are going to have a good time. So that's this weekend. The following weekend, we leave for Alaska. Yeah. So Sunday, we are planning nothing. I don't even know if we'll get hot tub reconnect time because... We got to pack. I have not even started packing people. Yeah. And you know how like freaky I get about this. I finally had to print my list. Yeah, I know you're freaking out. I am. Even though it's over a week away at this point, but it's fine. I know. I, I'd, if it were up to me, I'd pack the night before. I know. <laughs> That's not happening. That's just me. That's not happening. So, yes, we're going to go spend a week on an Alaskan cruise. It is a vanilla cruise, but we are hoping to maybe meet some like-minded adults on this cruise that we can hang out and party with. We'll have fun. Yeah, we'll have a good time. If not, we're going to do a little vanilla hunting. (laughs) Actually, you know what? This will be an awesome time to bring back the game. Ah, yeah. We talked about how we don't play the game anymore, but now we can play the game. Because we're going to be on a cruise ship with 4,000 other vanilla people. (laughs) <laughs> right. So we'll see. And if not, you know what? It, I actually said this to you uh, a couple weeks ago. I said, you know, every vacation we've gone on here lately, it's we're up, we're partying, we're having a great time until late at night and going, going, going. And I said, you know, this is a vanilla cruise where most things kind of peter out by like 10. Maybe we can relax a little. But what did I tell you? No, we're going to find our we, own way. We have to go to the disco at midnight because we know that's where our people are going to be. I know. <laughs> that's that's where we're going to meet the swingers if they're on this cruise. I know. And probably <laughs> at least one night you're going to have to go for midnight pizza. Of course. But the great thing is, is can we pretend that it's like home time? Because home time, it'll be like midnight, but it'll be 10. Yeah, they are three hours behind us, aren't they? <laughs> two, I think. Is it only two? Is it? Uh, I forget. With it's three. Well, Seattle is Sometimes, two. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's fucked up. Either way. But regardless, we're gonna go see the beautiful 
beautiful country of Alaska and in the country, the countryside of Alaska is what I meant to say, and the beautiful country of Canada. We make a stop in Canada too. So I know. Looking forward to that. And I have my magnets ordered. Yeah, I know. You got to black out the curtains. I I think they probably have something in store for that. We're going to see because anybody who knows me knows I cannot sleep when it's daylight. And up there in northern Alaska where we're going to be this time of year, it's daylight until two in the morning. It's dusk. (laughs) It it only gets to dusk for two hours and then boom, right back up. So, yeah. I, I ordered blackout. I got a surprise for you on that, too, by the way, but Uh-oh. I'm not going to talk about it. Okay. Future episode. All right. And then after that, um, well, we've, we've got a birthday party to go to. It's a it's a lifestyle thing, but it's going to be with families. And so, then after that is Sonora. Sonora. So, guys, uh, I, again, I have no idea if Sonora has any availability, but we're going to be there the uh, weekend of the... 13th i think we leave on the 12th of august yeah. and that's a thursday night we're going to be there thursday night friday night saturday night and then leave on sunday so if you can join us please do so our indiana friends i've been talking to him a little bit i don't know if they're going to make it they just got back from naughty in new orleans oh shit i know we got to have them on the show and talk we about do. that shit so and then december i gotta give a shout out to fnr i'm not going to say names but fnr you know who you are they are a couple that messaged us and said, hey, we're going to Temptation Grand the same time you guys are. It's part of the Midwest Menage a Trois takeover. <laughs> and yep, FNR, quit encouraging him. <laughs> it is a takeover now because listen to this. He messaged me the other day and said, hey, we got two more couples to go. <laughs> There's one from our close area and one that they met. I think he said they met them at Desire. But they're coming with them, too. That's awesome. It's a takeover. We're going to have so much fun. It is. Even though we make no money from it. December 3rd through the 10th, we'll be at Temptation Grand. Um, There's a big distinction there because there is Temptation and there's Temptation Grand. They're right next door to each other in the Dominican Republic in, I still don't know how to say it. I never looked it up. Mikis or Michis, M-I-C-H-E-S is the town. And... So book Temptation Grand if you want the desire experience because that's where you can be fully nude at the pool and it's couples only. The Temptation side does allow singles and it's only topless. That's the big distinction between the two. Right. And one can go to the other, but the other cannot go to the other. So December 3rd through 10th, we will be there partying and having a great time because I think we're up to like 75 couples now. (laughs) You're so full of shit. (laughs) got to be around there you're so full of shit all right guys that is gonna wrap up this edition of midwest menage a trois i know i promised you a contest on this episode but we ran so long with niall and had so much fun talking to him i'm gonna hold it over until next week that's okay we'll do it next week right before we leave for the cruise yep so you guys can be sending in your your stuff while we're gone yes because we're gonna take a week off we're gonna have a two-week break there so we'll uh, we'll announce that contest coming up next week so sorry it's okay. I had fun. I know you had fun. You got to see your Irishman in a Speedo. <laughs> that was delightful. <laughs> Pineapple Speedo. God bless him. Yep. <laughs> He's on board. He's in. <laughs> 
Thank you so much for listening, guys. Please reach out to us. We would love to hear from you. It's Midwest Threesome at gmail.com. That's Midwest, the number three, S-O-M-E at gmail.com. You can also find us on SLS under Lake S Couple or on Facebook. It's Midwest Menage a Trois on there. We will be back next week with an all new show. Bye-bye.